Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Mickey Spagnola, DallasCowboys.com. We're going to get back to college football discussion a little bit after the 10 o'clock Central hour. Mickey, this is this going to be a 50 to 45 game with the way these two offenses can go up and down the field? Well, it very well could be a track meet. Uh, you're exactly right, because... Uh, Miami scores a lot of points. Uh, the Cowboys score a lot of points at home, right? Not so much <laughs> on the road. <laughs> I just I just figured out after they scored 40 in the season opener at the Giants on the road, by the way, uh, the next six road games, they've averaged 16 points a game. Mm. So, uh, And that includes the 33 right in there. So, yeah. Uh, you know, they've got to be able to pick up the pace and uh, it has to be a much better offensive performance than it was in Buffalo. You know, what happened in Buffalo, I think we all got, uh, you know, focused on the fact that they gave up 266 yards rushing. And it's like, okay, fine, but that shouldn't affect what you do on offense, only scoring really three points when the game was on the line. So uh, offensively, they've got to be much better against Miami if they're going to keep pace. All right. The Dolphins have, obviously, Tyreek Hill, who did not play last week, so that'll be interesting uh, if he does because he is, as uh, I guess, electric as anybody in the game. But they do have others, Waddle, et cetera. But they also have Raheem Mostert, who has 20-plus rushing touchdowns. So are they a team that throws it well or a team that runs it well or both? Yeah, I think it's both, David. I, I was shocked when I saw Mostert's uh, – uh, stats, and then you throw in uh, uh, a Chan. Yeah, yeah, A and M kid, averaging eight and a half yards a carry. By mm-hmm. the way, yep. Uh, uh, and so, yeah, it's a pretty electric offense. But you know, when we think about it, that that's what we're talking about. Well, I wonder if they're talking about, you know, okay, what do we do with CD Lamb, who's got 103 receptions. Um, from a reception standpoint, second most in the uh, in the NFL next to Keenan Allen. Uh, I believe he's fourth in receiving yards with 1,300. He's only eight behind being in uh, second uh, second place. So, uh, yeah, the Cowboys got some stuff, too, that they got to worry about. So that's why, you know, what you said to start might be pretty accurate because uh, the Cowboys have been known to, uh, you know, be able to throw the ball. Now, they've only been, I think, okay running the ball. And to me, 
uh, maybe the biggest separation against what two teams that are 10 and four, two teams that are leading their divisions, uh, two teams that, you know, need to be good down the stretch here. Uh, if they're going to have a chance at winning, uh, their divisions, two really good quarterbacks that are, uh, second and third in the quarterback rankings right now behind Purdy. They've got a lot of similarities, but the one thing that is different is they run the ball awfully, awfully well, and the Cowboys are only 19th in the league in stopping the run. And so, to me, that could be the deciding factor in this game uh, if Miami's able to run the ball that well or if the Cowboys can figure out how to stop them uh, running on the edges, which Buffalo did and gave them a pretty good blueprint going into this game. All right, so how are Zach Martin and Tyron Smith? Tyron, because of his age and because he's been broken down before, Hall of Famer at some point, whenever, uh, and Zach Martin too, but Martin went out. Tyron Smith uh, has been, for the most part, really healthy this year, and that's, of course, been a big deal, but what are their statuses? As, as What's the status for them right now? Yeah, I think, we'll, I think they're optimistic about Zach Martin uh, being able to go uh, with the, what was it, a hamstring, hamstring injury, I believe it was, quad. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure, you know, obviously they don't do much on, on, on Friday. Uh, Saturday uh, will be a deciding factor, I think, for Tyron, uh, if he can get back. You know, anytime you start talking neck back with him, you get a little concerned. So we'll see. I mean, he was able to finish the game, so, you know, I guess that's somewhat optimistic. But uh, Mike McCarthy has contended that by, you know, what he does on Saturday determine what happens on Sunday. I think Zach has uh, somewhat uh, ability to, to get back. We'll see on that one. And, you know, they're in the same boat. They lost their starting center, Connor Williams, and two of their other starters on the offensive line uh, have not practice this week they're nursing injuries too so you know when we talk about similarities well there's an, another one both teams uh having worries going into this game about their offensive line and the two defensive pass rushers uh pass i guess you could say pass rush from either team is pretty dynamic too right doesn't miami, yeah, no, have, like, miami have like 50 right. sacks this year 48 uh i believe they're second in the nfl the cowboys have 40 so Bradley Chubb leads the team with nine and a half, and he was just named AFC Defensive Player of the Week. And then Micah Parsons with 12 and a half. Uh, so he's tied for second with the most uh, sacks uh, in the league, uh, or third, I think. Cause Chubb, yeah, second. Uh, Chubb's got nine and a half, but they've got four guys that have at least six and a half sacks. So they've pretty been pretty good on that defensive front. Uh, and, you know, the Cowboys haven't been bad with the 40, 40 sacks. Uh, so, yeah, another similarity. Uh, and, you know, both teams have to make a priority, too, of uh, protecting the quarterback. You know, you, you sit there and you got, you know, oh, we're going to run the ball, run the ball, but you better be able to protect your quarterback. But to me, David, one of the best ways to protect the quarterback is to be able to run the football. Mm-hmm. Mickey Spagnola with us. DallasCowboys.com. So, last thing for you, Mickey, we appreciate you jumping on early with us today and the day after you're normally with us. So, they got thumped, no doubt. Buffalo beat them up. uh, And Buffalo, their record is deceiving. They've played a hell of a schedule. So, 
Miami, if they come out of this with a loss and blow the tiebreaker that they got back because of the Philadelphia not finishing the deal, how much of a blow could that be? Or I'm sorry, for for the Dallas, Cowboys or, yeah, for Dallas. for Dallas, yeah, yeah, you know, you got to take care of your own business. Uh, there's only so much help you can count on from uh, the rest of the league, and you know. I, I went through the tiebreakers and, and, and just did just to see uh, if both teams went out, if the Cowboys and the Eagles went out and they uh, both finished 13 and four, uh, you would have to go to the fifth tiebreaker to break the tie, which would be uh, strength of victory. Meaning if you add up the teams you beat, their, their victories. Uh, who has the who's played the hardest schedule, and Philadelphia would eventually win that if it went that far. So uh, can't afford to lose uh, because then if you lose one, then somebody else has got to help you to maintain that tie. Mickey, Merry Christmas, sir, and we're off next week. Happy New Year as well. And uh, next couple of games, obviously interesting with Miami, Detroit. Thanks for your time. We appreciate you, buddy. Good to be with you, and uh, Merry Christmas to you guys, and go go Missouri Tigers in the Cotton Hey, <laughs> what a nice – I still don't think they're getting enough attention. At 10-2, and two, they played Georgia well. They're good, and you get to watch and them in your backyard. I'm just hoping that more people – more guys from Ohio State decide not to play in the game. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, I don't know. Craig was even bringing this up. Thanks for your time. But bowl okay. games, do they have enough players to play where you even count the wins or the losses? If you win, hell yeah. If you lose, you're like, ah, maybe not. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.